welcome to the Down Under Diaries, a podcast for the keen traveller or mover. Joined by me, Rosa, a teeny tiny Brit living here in Melbourne. Together on this podcast, we will chat about what life is like abroad, past challenges I faced and how you can overcome them, but also present struggles I'm currently dealing with and what we can do together to feel safe and excited about our journeys ahead. Like a diary, opportunities and difficulties unfold for me on a daily basis. So join me in figuring them out. Oh my goodness, it smells like wet dog in my apartment right now. For context, I am currently looking after my manager's dog for a month while she's gallivanting away in America with her partner. And Melbourne has been very wet recently uh so it's not been great when you want to walk the dog and he's got a lot of fur spring he is currently shedding all of that fluff off so just think of lots of random wet hairs all around the apartment on the duvet but I wouldn't have it any other way to be honest I love the company I really miss having a dog in my life if you know me personally I have a dog back at home in the UK and dog walking is just so therapeutic and calming and yes the dog that I have right now he needs a lot of exercise I do not mind it whatsoever it is a pleasure it is an absolute pleasure to have him in my life besides that whilst he's on the other side of this door sleeping on my bed soundly making the bed sheets very wet and very smelly I wanted to sit down and have a chat to you and it's going to target a very specific point of your journey in a new country And that is within the first 24 hours of arriving. Now, I'm making this episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter, but I'm making this episode because it is something that I needed when I first came over. And that was someone giving me a pep talk because I was by myself. I didn't have anybody else to chat to. I didn't have anybody else to rant to, especially when I was exhausted, when I was locating the hostel, when I was hot and bothered after wheeling my suitcase two miles down the road because I couldn't afford to get a taxi, didn't know what the transport was like, knew no one, and I was terrified. And I know sitting here now that if I had someone, I don't know, whoever it was, a friend with me or just someone in my headphones giving me a pep talk, validating how I was feeling, that I would feel a lot more comfortable with my journey. So even if this targets one person, I've made a difference within this episode and it cannot be avoided. So here it is, the pep talk from Rosa, the first 24 hours of arriving into Australia, the things I needed to hear when I first arrived. First things first is that you are allowed to feel fear right now. You are allowed to feel like the world is imploding on you, that you don't know anybody, that the environment is scary and you are by yourself. Like that this is all absolutely fine. Feeling fear is normal. Don't forget you are a human being that has flown thousands of miles away from your home environment, the comforts of your friends and family. This is a normal feeling so take a moment if you need to go and sit yourself in a cafe grab a drink just sit down and take some deep breaths 
and take some time to plan out where you have to go to, whether that's your hostel, whether that's a hotel, whether you just need a moment to actually plan out your route so you can get rid of the irrational feelings, you can rehydrate, you can get some food in just so you don't feel as faint and dizzy and disorientated that might help you in this When I first came over, I think my first thing was going into one of the supermarkets. I'm not going to say whether it was Woolies or Coles. I cannot remember, but I went ham on whatever food I wanted. I think I bought a bunch of different fruits. I bought some sandwiches. I bought an iced coffee. And I remember it was like 6, 7 p.m. at that point. So I just went and sat on the lawn that was very near my hostel. I think I got lucky and I just sat and I just ate food. And it made me feel so much better because the plain food that I had, just one wasn't enough, but two just didn't taste very nice. So I was like super bloated, super uncomfortable, and I just needed some time to like be in fresh air. And that was so nice. So if you can do that, just go somewhere, sit down, like eat some food, just feel a little bit more normal again after flying for so long. And honestly, if you need a cry, have a cry because don't forget, this has been a huge journey for you. And I remember it was like 24 hours before I had arrived into Sydney. I just said goodbye to my boyfriend at the time. This was my first relationship ever. And I was so scared to be without him. I got so attached at that point. I was scared. So take some time, cry it out if you need to, or if you're just so tired, just like have a nap on obviously be safe but have a nap or just have a little snooze on the grass somewhere and just enjoy the outside and of course a lot of sleep now for me personally because I had let's say uh, a mental itinerary in my head of what I should be doing every single day as soon as I came over I legit wanted to start walking around and seeing things and hell yes if you feel good go do that If not, don't feel upset or ashamed in yourself that you spend the first two, three days just sleeping. I should have done that the first time because I remember being just so exhausted for a good two weeks before I actually felt sane because I just kept putting sleep on the back burner. It wasn't on my priority list seeing things and doing lots of things every single day was on the priority and I just shouldn't have done that. Now, I almost need to say this point to myself again, really, because arriving into Melbourne a few months ago, the first day I was already viewing apartments, which I really shouldn't have done because at that point I could not tell the difference between a washing machine and a fridge. I was so out of it. I probably should have just left it. But no, I have to go see all of these empty apartments and apply for whatever comes my way because uh, the renting crisis is a thing both in the UK and in Australia. Just as a pre-warning, just be prepared. Okay, second point kind of relates to not only traveling, but also like embarking on your first year of university. It has those vibes and it's being selective with the people that you end up sharing your experience with. Now, I'm saying this at the start right now before you've even met anybody yet, because For some reason, and I don't know whether this is just me personally or whether it is a common thing to experience within uh, the travel sphere. And that is because 
maybe we travel alone or solo travelers in particular, when we go and stay in hostels or very uh, communal spaces where it encourages people to uh, chat to each other, to make friends, which is such an incredible thing, by the way. Like, I have met friends for life here because I just said yes to being uncomfortable and just started talking to anybody, honestly. But the first time I came over, I almost put this expectation on myself, this pressure to meet anybody and become friends with them and start traveling with them. And I don't know why. I think it's because I was scared to be alone. I was scared to do things by myself. And at points within my journey, I was getting bored of my own company. Now, this isn't an excuse to hang out with anybody because there were occasions, and I'm being totally serious, there were occasions that I really regret being with people, like going out or uh, going to the beach, or going uh, swimming in the sea, whatever it was, they just actually weren't the people I wanted to be with. But because I was so scared to be alone, I was hanging out with these people anyway. And that was just totally the wrong thing to do. And I want to say this to you before you start meeting new people, is that have boundaries and don't set expectations. Just look out for yourself and when you're feeling alone ask yourself why you're feeling alone and don't look to other people to help you solve that and remember I'm not saying don't make friends on your journey take this into the context of university you sometimes don't make friends with the people that you meet in your halls for the first time the people that you are first exposed to it might take a few different things that you end up doing clubs hobbies meeting them on your university course before you find friends for life the same thing applies to traveling I believe anyway go and experience things go and find things that you want to do and meet people that are like-minded to that and you'll find that you make deeper connections you make friends that want to spend time with you and are not just there for short-term gratitude like just going out and don't get me wrong I love a good night out hell yes especially when you're abroad like Australians know how to freaking do it but just have boundaries look after yourself and be picky with the people you spend time with this is your adventure no one else's Now, on the other end of this spectrum, and this very much applies to someone that is more introverted, but also you might be a little bit scared to meet new people. Again, obviously, don't put pressure on yourself. Just wait for those experiences to come to you, especially when you're doing stuff that you enjoy doing. Don't isolate yourself. Be open to asking people for help. I don't know what it is. I think Australians are just naturally very friendly, whether it's the sun or, I don't know, better quality food. I don't know what it is over here, but they are very nice and they will help you, especially people on reception of a hostel because they are likely people that are like me right now who are on a working holiday visa and they just need to find uh, work to keep them going for the year or two years that they are abroad. You will find very helpful people that will honestly give you guidance, give you support when you need it. Australia is very well tracked. There are lots of of British footprints on this ground all along the east coast and they will remain there for a long period of time so you are not alone and don't feel like you have to be alone to stay safe 
please do reach out to people if you ever need support please do be open to asking questions asking directions we are as a community especially here in melbourne we are definitely here to make sure that you are safe and you are excited on your journey And this last point kind of wraps up the entire episode, especially if you need that cry or you are feeling emotional. Remember, we are here for you. I am here for you. You've got this. You're going to be fine. Take your time. Take moments to reflect on how you feel, be in touch with your feelings, be in touch with your thoughts, talk to the family back at home whenever you need to, but remember that what you are doing is hard, what you're doing is difficult, and they, whilst it, like I said, is a very trodden route for a lot of British people, it's also very rare for maybe someone like you to be taking on a journey as big as this. So, Be proud of how far you've made it so far and be proud that you are about to do things that scare you because fear stops a lot of people from doing the things that they actually really want to do. But you're not letting that hold you back. And that applies to me right now and that definitely applies to you. However long you're here for, take your time, breathe, you're going to be fine. I feel like this podcast right now is unfolding a lot like a story, not only for you right now, but also for me reflecting on what my first time here in Australia was like. And it's nice to think back to how I used to feel about being in a different country. And I really hope what I have said has resonated and has helped you. Please, whenever you have the opportunity to, leave feedback. But not only feedback on this podcast, but also what your journey is like right now, what you have been up to, what adventures and people you have met so far. Please tell me what your travel experience has been like and I will gladly chat to you if you ever have any issues, any questions about anything travel related. I will do my best to answer those. And with that, I will see you next week. Bye.